BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jill Dunn. I'm here with Carlene Higgins. How are you, Carlene? I am fantastic. I'm... I am just beyond excited for today's episode. And I know I do say that a lot. (laughs) I do. If you were on a Real Housewives, this is where they would insert the montage of you just saying that. Yeah, over and over. I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) But honestly, I just think this is so fun. Today's episode is called Freaky Friday. That's what we're calling it. So first, we're going to introduce ourselves because we may have some new listeners. Then we're going to tell you what we mean by Freaky Friday. Yeah. So I definitely wanted to take a beat to just reintroduce ourselves. I'm Jill Dunn here with Carlene Higgins. We've been doing this podcast for over six years. And I know that we had a ton of response from our appearance in our pod swap with Ariel Laurie. And we talked so much about products in that episode and what we deem hashtag damn good or not. We talked about de-influencing and all of that. So this is one of our monthly hashtag damn good episodes where we kind of survey the market to let you know what's good, what's worth the spend in in terms of our experience as beauty editors. And also, you know, we interview founders, we interview skincare experts. We kind of do a lot of different types of content on the show, but these are the episodes that people are, I feel like, are really taking notes on, you know? Yeah. But today, Jill had this really fun idea that we were going to swap skincare and makeup routines. And that's what we mean by Freaky Friday. So for the past two weeks, at least I've been using Jill's skincare routine and makeup mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And we yes. have not talked about this. We haven't touched base since to kind of figure out how we've been feeling about this swap. So we're going to do it live today on the mic. You guys are going to hear all of our thoughts and learnings and disappointments and everything. And that's why I'm so excited. And since Mm -hmm. a lot of you, maybe you haven't heard us before, I think it is a great place for us to start, Jill, just by describing, because this is audio, you know, like what we are dealing with when we're trying these products. So, I mean, I can start. I am in my 40s and I have, I would say, 
quote unquote normal skin in the sense that I'm not overly dry and I'm not overly oil. Everybody has normal skin, though. That's why I'm saying quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I just don't particularly lean one way or the other. My biggest skin grievance is I have a lot of skin redness. Mm-hmm. My skin's pretty reactive. I probably have some like inside internal inflammation stuff going on. If you watch me on TikTok when I do my videos without any makeup on, you will see what I'm talking about. Shit ton of redness, especially in my T-zone. I think. Oh, and I'm very fair. What about you, Jill? Yes, I have oily skin verging on more normal in the wintertime, obviously quite fair in my 40s as well. But I do get Botox. I do get fillers. I should also disclose that. So I think that there is. Yeah, we. it's important to sort of like have the baseline established of like where we're at and the sort of products that we tend to go for. And, right. and you, have, um, you have some acne too, hormonal acne. Yes, or- breakout prone. And yeah, like there's certain ingredients that I usually like steer clear of, like shea butter being one of them. Anything that's like comedogenic, I just like, I'm like, go away. And I'm also like the type of person who tends to use a lot more like devices than you do, things like that. Just, and I think that's typical for people who do have breakout prone skin. You're often you know, trying all of these different things to sort of like get your skin in check. And I have redness as well, quite sensitive. So I'm dealing with probably a little bit more than you are in terms of just like reactionary challenges, as <laughs> as I would say. So we're going to try to do it all in one episode, but we'll see how we get on with timing. And there may be a part two. Like, are we TikTokers now? Like, follow for part two. <laughs> yeah, it's true, because we did swap skincare and makeup routines. And so if we don't get to the makeup, we'll do that portion in a part two. Future. But yeah, as Jill was saying, I think the best way to describe our routines is that Jill is high maintenance skincare. I would say a lot of products, a lot of cycling, and I am very, I'm lazy slash busy. I have two kids and I have a dog. So I'm looking for like fast results without using a lot of different things. And also because my skin has become so reactive, I have frankly gotten kind of scared of a lot of actives and I've been laying off of them. So Jill Mm -hmm. has been using a very low maintenance routine. So that's where we're going to swap notes just ahead. And every single thing that we talk about, we will be linking to it on our blog, which is breakingbeautypodcast.com. We recap every single episode. If you're like, what is she talking about? What moisturizer is that? So we've got you on that front. All right, let's do it. Let's get freaky. So Carlene, you were tasked with trying a lot more things than you're normally used to. So let's let's hear it. Yeah. So I definitely had quite the challenge on my hands. I was like, can I have some extra time? Because your list was just so much longer than mine. So it was a little bit overwhelming at first, but I had a lot of fun testing out a lot of stuff that I just don't normally use and lots of surprises in here that I'm going to get into. But I'll just give everybody like a quick rundown of what those products were just so you know. So daytime routine for Jill, she puts on this Dr. Dennis Gross DRX Spectralite Facewear Pro for three minutes a day like this. She wakes up, it's on her nightstand and she puts this on and then gets out of bed. So that was really fun. Definitely. I wasn't doing that before. And then little micellar water in the morning rather than washing, washing and essence, vitamin C, 
a SPF 50 moisturizer and a eye gel. So that's the morning routine. So starting with this mask, I have to say, I just being really honest, was really intimidated by even taking this out of the box. I was like, I don't know what it is about tools. Some high tech tools just feel really complicated to me and I get scared of them. So it just took a long time for me to actually get it out of the box. But once I did, I realized how easy it is to actually use. And now I'm like into it. So I can't give you a kind of review where I'm like, oh, I really noticed this difference on my face because I've been using it for less than a week. But what I have realized is that it's not as scary as it seems like I thought I'd have to set a timer and all of that, but it actually shuts itself off after three minutes. And I just put it on the first setting that comes on it, which is the red one. And I'm hoping that it's going to help to like heal and take down the redness in my skin. So I think that's something I'm actually going to keep in my routine, Jill. That's good. Yeah, that's good. You have to use it on clean, dry skin. And I use the double whammy. So it's got red light and it's got blue light. So I just do that for three minutes a day. Yeah. And love it. And I do have to say that Jackie Schimmel, when she was on our show, Mm -hmm. she talked about doing it twice in a row. Hmm. Okay. She did a six minute thing. Now, I brought that up to Dr. Dennis Gross's team when Mm -hmm. I saw them in person at an event. And they said there's actually like a cap of like how much of that red light energy that your cells can absorb. Okay. So they said, if you ever did want to do it twice a day, split it up. Don't do it back to back. Oh, it's I not see. causing any harm, mm-hmm. but it's like not doing the most either. There's right. no point basically. So yeah, I think it's a keeper and I can't wait to, you know, my, my husband hasn't actually seen it in action. So I can't wait to like scare <laughs> the shit out of him one morning. Yeah. And, and, and for people that can't see it, it's like it's almost like a goalie face mask or like yeah. from the movie Halloween or whatever. That's right. It's that movie Jason. It's like it's form fitting sits on your face and it kind of just like molds to your face. So you don't you really have to do nothing. And keeping it by the bed is a good idea because, I mean, I know you're rolling over and grabbing your phone to play Scrabble. Just roll over and grab this instead. OK, but I for FYI, for your information, I quit Scrabble a month ago. I actually Good. did it. I actually for, you. for real did it. And I think I did go through some withdrawal every once in a while. I'm like, I feel like I should be doing something. There's right. something I'm missing. But it you know, I got rid of it and I feel like I'm more I'm more productive. So thank you, everybody. Scrabble. Good, good Scrabble job. Free. That's hard to do. That's hard yes, to do. Yes, indeed. You can play the real life Scrabble like in your cottage adventures. That's right. That's right. Okay, so then I used Missler water and I tried the La Roche-Posay because the other one you recommended, the Bioderma Missler H2O is like, I always use that one. So I was like, let's try this one for fun. Mm -hmm. It's like exactly the same. They're so Mm -hmm. they're barely different. And then I used the Clog Snail Mucin Energy Essence. This product was just okay for me. I didn't really like I I don't know that I'd continue using it because just because I didn't really like see any results. And like we'll mm-hmm. talk about when you use my routine. I love just an essence or a beauty water because I feel more like it's going deeper into my skin. That's just me. So just just to clarify, it's a gel to liquid essence right. is what it is. So it's that gel texture that an oily skin type typically like me would typically prefer. Yeah. Yeah, potentially. Although waters don't 
they're to me they're not greasy so i feel like mm-hmm. they're also good for people with oily skin but mm-hmm. i mean fun fact that was the number one product we sold from our shop my shelf last I year know. Like the number of units yeah so it's interesting another one that i think i will be keeping my root in my routine is the skin ce ferulic and jill i know you've recommended this one about a million times i have started to use this and to my shock it has not been irritating my skin and that says a lot because I've tried a lot of vitamin C products in the past and they always bother my skin. Like if yeah. at least as much as retinol, if not more. And I've said my skin is so, so sensitized. So I was honestly floored that this didn't bother my skin. I've been using it probably every other morning, not every mm-hmm. morning because I'm trying to get into the, you know, the cycling. So I'm not overdoing it. So since it's not bothering me, I mean, we all know vitamin C is like the best antioxidant to have, especially under your sunscreen. So like, why not? I think I'm going to keep using that. Great. Yeah. Everybody says it smells like hot dog water. I don't it to me. It smells a bit like a campfire, a hot Mm. dog water for real smell. If you're using like (laughs) not an all beef wiener is like you get that slightly sour smell, but I hate that smell. You don't get that with this. To me, this is a little bit more like a bit smoke, like a smoke fire kind of thing. Yeah. I don't interesting. know. Everybody different, but that's doesn't bother me. I'm used to it now. It doesn't bother me at all. Either. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Okay. Now, Jill, give me a few recommendations for a SPF for daytime. And Jill is different than me in the sense that Jill goes for it with an SPF 50, whereas I don't. I wear like closer to an SPF 30. And Now I realize why having used your routine, Jill, because you have so many actives going on in your nighttime routine. You have to use an SPF 50. Like if I wasn't using these ones you recommended, I'm sure I would have more irritation, Mm -hmm. you know, just from using like retinol and, you know, AHAs and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. so now I get it. Whereas for me, and you would have tried this when you use my routine. I just don't mm-hmm. use that many actives. So I don't need that high, high SPF coverage. So I tried the Skin 1004 Madagascar Centella Hyalu Sika Water Fit Sun Serum SPF 50. It also has a PA++++ mm-hmm. rating. And I also used the Laneige Hydro UV Defense Sunscreen Broad Spectrum SPF 50. You mentioned you like that one more in in winter. And I'm guessing maybe because it's a slightly higher consistent. It's more like a cream. Yeah. Whereas the skin 1004 is a thinner. Well, it's called a serum. So it comes out definitely a thinner consistency. So yeah, I tried both of these and I personally preferred the skin 1004 because it does come out. It's so light and just like a beautiful texture that goes on like it becomes very very transparent and it's just great under makeup very hydrating so yeah that was that's the one that I preferred of the two yeah yeah and I mean it's so affordable too I think it's only it's less than $25 amazing and made in Korea yeah and you know we talked about that P plus 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 rating so just so everybody knows that is a rating of UVA specifically So there's UVA and UVB rays. UVB is, of course, the burning rays and UVA is the aging rays. 
So yeah, the the Laneige doesn't have a P plus 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 rating, but it is broad spectrum, so it does protect against UVA and UVB. But yeah, I really liked the Skin One Zero Zero Four. I will be finishing that tube. There is no yeah. doubt. Yeah, yeah, I know that one keeps coming up. It's a good one. Yeah, it's great. And then the last thing you had recommended for day is the Dermalogica Awaken Peptide Eye Gel. And Mm -hmm. we've talked about this before, and I think it's a great little tip if you didn't hear us talk about it before is just like eye gel for day, eye cream for night so that it doesn't mess with your eye makeup. And I I definitely had made that mistake in the past where I was using like heavy emollient creams and then wondering why my eyeliner was going everywhere. So, (laughs) you know, the eye gel is great for that. However, like I said, I'm lazy slash busy and I've kind of ditched eye creams because I just, and I've said this in the past as well, I feel like if I'm doing my full routine all over my face, I do sometimes question whether I really need an eye cream. So unless Mm -hmm. it's giving me like a little bit of extra illumination, like some of the eye creams that I've recommended for our Hall of Fame or whatever, I probably Mm -hmm. just wouldn't be bothered. So that's kind of the case with that one. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. But overall, like, great. I mean, she knows what she's doing. A couple new discoveries. Yeah. How about you, Jill? How did you do with my minimalist routine, which is really made for hydrating and not much more than that? Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. Especially as a beauty editor, you kind of want to like over time, you kind of just like learn what works for you and you want to like stick to that routine. Mm -hmm. So basically you had sent me a couple of cleansers to try Mm -hmm. a Shiseido clarifying cleansing foam. You had suggested the CeraVe hydrating cream to foam cleanser. You also recommended Bioderma Sensibio. And then you had a couple of products from Cladipo, the Cladipo hydro clarifying lotion and then the protective fortifying emulsion. So those are like your daytime things. And then mm-hmm. the nighttime is basically like cleanser and one product from Maid Lindstrom, the yeah. cocoon. So <laughs> I would say overall, it definitely is to not have any exfoliating is a yeah. little, it was like a little freaky as someone mm-hmm. who is acne prone. Yeah. Um, I did like the CeraVe hydrating cream to foam cleanser. I liked that it also has the action of removing makeup. Mm -hmm. I think that that's a positive and I really appreciate that it's only $16 and 99 cents, like 20 bucks Canadian. And it's giant. Like in this economy, it is, it's quite literally over a half of a liter of product. I know. I'm surprised. I honestly, we reviewed that. I reviewed that for a drugstore episode and I just never got rid of it in my shower. And I was like, I'm actually surprised how much I use this product because, you know, I can be a bit bougie with my products. So so I think it is a really good basic cleanser to use. And I understand why you like it. It's kind of like giving you a very thorough cleanse, but not a lot of steps and doesn't Um, dry you out. That's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say the foam. I don't use a lot of foaming cleansers in general. Mm-hmm. So I do find it. It's a little more drawing than maybe I was I was expecting. And the hmm. same with the clarifying cleansing foam from Shiseido. I okay. also found. But I think that that's the that's a thing with foams. People who like foams, they want the lather. They want that. Mm-hmm action where I'm not necessarily I'm more like a gel, gel cleanser typically yeah 
But I think when you don't double cleanse, you do go for a foaming cleanser because you're like, I want it to feel really clean. Exactly. I want it to be done. And then for your moisturizing steps during the day, this is where you got a little bit bougie with the Cletipo, <laughs> which you talk about a lot. So uh-huh. this is the Cletipo, the lotion, the hydro clarifying lotion. I believe this is around $150. And then mm-hmm. the Cletipo protective fortifying emulsion. So I liked the action of putting on the hydro clarifying lotion. So this is something you would put on as a step after cleansing to kind of like add that hydration back in to the skin. I was a little surprised that I didn't see like more refinement in my skin's tone and texture just because it is clarifying. I thought, oh, this is where I'm going to get that like nice little like smoothness in my skin in this Mm -hmm. step. And I didn't see it as much because I was like, oh, maybe this is what you might want to do instead of if you're really not into exfoliators, you could use something like this, but it's not I, it. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't but have I know any that you, AHAs or anything like that. Yeah. You normally use the hydrating one. Yeah. I actually, the one that I love is the hydro softening lotion yes. and that one, yes. because I love that softening effect and I feel like it gives me so much hydration and I love to put on my next step, whether it's a moisturizer or whatever, right on yeah. top. It's that idea of that, like, skin flooding or whatever. So it just all sinks in and it's more about really about hydration. But I recommended the other one to you, the skin clarifying, because it's better for your skin type. I would guess that it's just less likely to like you said before, like it's less it's just better for oily skin. But I don't believe there would be any like AHAs or anything like that in it. It's still primary function is hydration. Right. Extra. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they use the word radiance on here. Like it, it does say that it's meant to get rid of dead skin cells okay. and hi, and give you radiance. So I was expecting maybe a little bit more just because more, of the word yeah. clarifying, but it doesn't when you're when you do use AHAs or more active ingredients, you just see results a little faster. So mm-hmm. it's like just a bit of a different thing. And when something's 150 bucks, I'm like, oh, this is going to be like magic. Get it on my face. Like, give me a new face. But yeah, it didn't necessarily do that. But I do think that the softening ones are really cool. And I have used those in the winter, Mm -hmm. like the one that you typically use. And I think that that's an interesting concept, like just that skin flooding. Yeah. Hydration. And then as the second step in the daytime, I use the Cletipo protective fortifying emulsion, which you've recommended many times. Mm-hmm. I agree. The texture is amazing. The one point of confusion, I guess I had, and we've talked about this before, but certainly when it goes on, it's really milky consistency. It does feel like an emulsion. It's very light. So I really liked that for my skin, but mm-hmm. I think this has SPF in it, but they can't claim it. I believe that's what it is. So when it when you put it on or when it comes out of the pump, it seems like it has SPF in it. <laughs> and when I put it on my face and to work it in to get rid of any like the whiteness or whatever, I was like, oh, this definitely has SPF in it. But then I was researching and I couldn't determine that exactly. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there. And I actually did email about that. I mean, primarily what I personally like about it is just the kind of like glow that it gives you it has these like Japanese pearl shell extracts so it's like mm-hmm. this really for my skin anyway I get this like really nice plump glow but yeah as far as the SPF goes I emailed them about it because it used to say SPF 22 on it 
And it also was like P plus plus plus. So again, it's like, yeah, I think they could they had told me in the past that I think it was actually higher than SPF 22, but they couldn't claim it because in Canada we have one of the strictest SPF regulations in terms of what you can claim with ingredients that maybe you're using in Europe or whatever compared to Mm -hmm. Canada. But now I actually was on their website and I don't even see the SPF 22 anymore on the packaging. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what Mm -hmm. is happening with that. But I think primarily it is a daily moisturizer more than anything else. But for me, when I've worn it, I've never gotten a sunburn, just like going from A to Mm -hmm. B. You know what I mean? I would never take it to the beach or anything. But if I'm going to work every day wearing it, like I've never come back with a sunburn. Do you know what I mean? So I I do believe it's doing something in terms of daily protection, but I don't know Mm -hmm. what's going on with the wording and stuff. That's kind of odd. Yeah. The one thing I would say, and I kind of, I guess it had been a minute since I'd used Cladipost skincare. I've used their, their concealer quite often and stuff. It was like just the scent. I was like, it really put me off. Right. Right. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I just was a little surprised or I didn't remember that it was so fragranced. And I did find that it, it was like not something I was enjoying. Right. That's, um, and I find that fascinating because I personally really don't like certain products that are too fragranced. Like there's certain mm-hmm. brands, particularly French brands that I cannot use because of that. But that product does not bother me at all. So I don't know why that is, but fair. I think this goes back to Cleta Poe as a brand, the ethos. It is Japanese skincare, but it is supposed to be inspired by France. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a hybrid. Yeah. It's the name is French. It means like keys to great skin. Yeah. But it's a Japanese brand. So mm-hmm. I think that that's where why it is like that. That's why I, I do have a beef with a lot of French skincare brands, because even the ones designed for really sensitive, reactive skin uh-huh. can be fragranced. Like there are certain mm-hmm. products from Aven and There's a couple of them that I'm like, are you serious? This has fragrance in it. I don't understand Mm. that. But anyway. Yeah. And even the L'Oreal Paris, like I think in Canada or sorry, in North America, L'Oreal will develop products that are fragrance free. But Mm -hmm. anywhere in Europe, their products have fragrance because it's perceived to be more luxurious. This episode is brought to you in part by HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. So I've been a consistent user of meal kits for the past few years because I'm basically addicted to the fact that it saves me so much time on meal planning. I don't have to search for recipes or prepare a long and complicated grocery list of what I need to buy. And I actually find that it saves me money because I'm not wasting food. All of the ingredients are pre-portioned, so absolutely nothing is thrown away. I'm a busy weekly podcaster, so I appreciate that it comes with step-by-step instructions right in front of me. I don't have time to be going through cookbooks, especially when it comes to eating healthy. I literally have zero ideas beyond a simple salad with some grilled protein on top, and that gets boring. So I love that HelloFresh's menu options let you choose the way you want to eat on any given week. Like there's calorie smart and protein smart dinner and lunch options. They've even introduced vegan dinners to choose from. I can really notice a difference when I'm eating from one of these smart menus. And last week, I felt like we needed more family dinners at our house. So I ordered from the family menu. And I really liked that all four of us could chow down on the yummy honey and ranch chicken wraps with potato wedges 
My nine-year-old learned how to fold a burrito for the first time, and I learned how to make pickled cucumbers, which I'm totally going to do again. So crunchy and yummy. So skip the lineups, the delivery charges, and enjoy with restaurant-quality meals from HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BreakingBeauty50 and use code BreakingBeauty50 for 50% off plus free shipping. We'll link to this offer in our show notes and on our website. That's HelloFresh.com slash BreakingBeauty50 and use code BreakingBeauty50 for 50% off plus free shipping. And now back to the show. Okay, so nighttime routine. We're still going. I mean, how come I don't look like I'm 25 years old with all these products? But <laughs> how did you get along with the nighttime skin cycling situation? Wow. I had to create my own. This is my very own Jill Dunn skin cycling chart. Love I it. Literally had to map it out because I there's no way I would be able to keep this, you know, straight in my head. And We've talked about this before when we talked to Dr. Whitney Bowe, and she, of course, was the originator who coined the term skin cycling. She talked about how, yeah, there are people who are like trading Pinterest cards of their mm-hmm. skin cycling routine. And we were like, oh, my God, you should you should develop an app for that. We'll link to that episode <laughs> as well. She's amazing. And I really had her in my mind as I was going through your long list of products. And I was like, hey, Carlene, mm-hmm. you can do this without completely having your face like go up in flames if I just pace myself. So I did do that. So what can I say? You had a nighttime routine of double cleansing with your Dermalogica cleansing oil and your special cleansing and also eye makeup remover. That was the new Bioderma Sensibio eye makeup remover. I wonder if that's in the US yet. Well, if it is, we will link to that on our website because last time we talked about it, it was not. So yes, those three things worked like a charm. Makeup would come off and... What else? Oh, I also, you had turned me on to the Waleda Skin Food Nourishing Oil to Milk Cleanser. Mm -hmm. This is also a favorite product of Patty Jubroff, who we had on our show. This is a lovely, lovely product. It's really good in the winter that I I use that one. Yeah, it's so nice. It's got that Mm -hmm. same, again, this one's scented, but in a good way, guys. It's like all of those natural calendula, and I can't remember what else is in there, but... One thing I will like, I, I'll say, Jill, is that they went back to the tin. They went back to mm-hmm. the, it's not the plastic yeah. anymore, which I thought made it look so cheap. It really was started as an oil, turned into a milk. You could definitely use this instead of the pre-cleanse, like to me, mm-hmm. and then just use the gel cleanser after. That was lovely. Everything came off. And then I was rotating between the Dr. Dennis Gross Alpha Beta Peel Pads Mm -hmm. So what I did is I swapped in the ones that are especially for the ultra gentle. So that's why these are blue instead of orange. These are the ultra gentle alpha beta peel pads. And I think that really goes back to the point of I just kept thinking like when you're looking at a review online or somebody says that they hate something, Mm-hmm. You have to remember like the the de-influencing yeah. and everything is like everybody's mm-hmm. different, right? So you can't yeah. just look at, okay, this is what this person uses. So I'm just going to start using it and assume that I'm going to love it. And so I was trying to be really smart about that and think, okay, Jill loves this. How can I tweak it so that it's going to work for my skin? So 
I use the ultra gentle peel pads and I really did love these. I would have to say of all of the products that you recommended to me, this one probably had the most visible result, like Mm -hmm. overnight result where I was just like, wow, I kind of forgot about these and I didn't find that it irritated and like stripped my skin barrier. So I will definitely. The magic is really in the second step with those. It really is. Yeah. It actually is hydrating because I I remember when we talked to Dr. Dennis Gross on the show. Yeah. And they were talking about that and it is like proprietary. So it's, you know, it does does more than just neutralize the peel, which I don't think a lot of people realize. Yeah. So I really saw that my skin texture looked more refined the next day. Mm -hmm. I was Mm -hmm. getting that exfoliation and Jill, I'm sure you'll mention this when we talk about the two products I gave you to try, but I had basically come to a point in my skin journey where I was just reacting so badly to everything that I just cut Mm -hmm. out all exfoliation. I talked about this in a previous, like a recent damn goods that I went back to, like I found that one from that brand motif where it was Mm -hmm. like a creamy exfoliator Exfoliator. with like little beads in it, but like Uh any sort of acids, I just got rid of them completely. So I didn't know when I started your routine, what was going to happen. I was a little bit worried. So I was just so relieved that I didn't have a bad reaction and my skin was really craving that exfoliation. So I did notice like everything became responded well. And so, yeah, I will keep that. So it's good to, you know, tiptoe back into it as you did. So I guess that exercise, this exercise was good in that respect. Absolutely. I really, I really got into this skin cycling idea where, Mm -hmm. you know, I think previously, and I've talked about this in other episodes as well is like, you just thought about that one, two, three step, you know, going back to the Clinique Mm -hmm. days where it was like, this is my skin routine. Like I'm going to do the exact same thing every night. And this Uh level of consistency will get me this result. And it's like, that doesn't actually work. It's like your skin needs different things. And it's just like going to the gym. It's like you if you do the same workout every single day, you're going to plateau. But it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. cherry picking everything all the time either. It's just like if you're doing the active one night, let it chill the next night kind of a thing. So, yeah. And if people haven't listened, go back and listen to Renee Rallo on our show. Mm -hmm. This is episode 99. She talked about this concept, which facialists have been doing forever. Dr. Whitney Bow cleverly made it a tick like package TikTok, which is brilliant. Right. Yeah. But she talked about that then use the vitamin C. I I can't even remember all the steps, but it, I remember the light bulb going off for me then. And frankly, that is when I really started doing more of this stuff. And I don't have a a whiteboard in my bathroom. It's just, I do look at my skin. I'm like, it needs this. It needs, you know, I am always changing it up. And again, I don't know why I don't look 25, but it's (laughs) like, Somebody told me the other day that my that I looked younger. So I told them my age and I was like, okay, something's working. But maybe it was the fresh Botox. The other product that I did fall in love with that is expensive, but I think now I think is worth the splurge is the BioEffect EGF serum. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. So we talked about EGF in that Joanna Vargas episode. If you haven't heard it, we're going to link to it. Go back and listen. Everything that it does for your skin. But I specifically remember Joanna saying that on the nights that you're not using those active ingredients to mm-hmm. use this like the next morning or the next night, because, mm-hmm. and that's how I sort of thought about it. Like without getting into mm-hmm. too much technical detail, detail, it's just like, this is the healer. So you use something really active. It's like slough it all off, 
you know, get rid of all that shit and then let your skin heal again, slough it off, let it heal again. So I was Mm -hmm. really relying on this product in between everything to keep my skin hydrated and to do that kind of healing. And I also, so it stands mm -hmm. for the, so just to back up for one second, it's the BioEffect EGF, which is epidermal growth factors. And remember I said to Joanna, I was like, I find it hard to describe what it does for my skin, but it is just, it feels plumper and like more dense after I, not dense, sorry. It just feels like I've done good for my barrier after yeah, I've used it. And I it's agree. so small and it's so, it is so expensive. I am sorry for yeah, everyone it's listening like $300 to recommend. for a vial. I know, but it is when you're talking about what's quote unquote worth the money, I do believe that particular product is worth the money. Yeah. And w- the way that she explained it to me, and she also has mm-hmm. an EGF product, so you can maybe price compare, maybe right. maybe hers will be cheaper, but is, is the healing quality. Like, you know, yes. the epidermal growth factors, we have those already. So again, it's just mm-hmm. like they deplete as we age. So adding them back in so your skin is healing. And I just heard that and I was like, yes, that's what my skin needs, especially if I'm doing all these actives. I did want to just point out, Jill, that there's a new BioEffect EGF Power Serum, which mm-hmm. is this one came out in February and it's basically mm-hmm. like the same thing, but it has more, again, quote unquote, anti-aging ingredients. So I think if you're in your 40s or 50s or whatever, you'd probably want the power one. It just has more of all the good shit in it. Mm-hmm. I, so I really like that. I was just flipping off between them. And then the last thing I'll say before I move on is Getting back to the clog snail mucin energy essence. So mm-hmm. I do think that potentially this is a bit of a dupe for the EGF. And when I say that, I mean, there's no EGF in the snail mucin at all. But in terms of what it does, like snail mucin, the whole reason why it blew up in K-beauty and everything is because it's meant to be skin healing. And mm-hmm. so, again, I think if you're looking for something to cycle, you know, cycle back and forth between your actives, that in theory is what snail mucin is doing. And it is, Mm -hmm. it is in a way like these kind of go on like a dropper, but there's a little bit of an oily feel to it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just that idea of like giving back that hydration, that nourishment and that healing. You might, I said earlier, it didn't wow me, but it's like, you're not going to see it in one day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I do think potentially a snail mucin could be something if you're just like, well, you know, this shit is not in my budget, you know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I think all, I think all the EGFs are expensive, pretty much. I, I could maybe yeah. maybe the ordinary has one. I don't know. Coming I don't soon, think so. Probably. I don't think so. Yeah. But and just just to clarify, because I know we get this question sometimes the snail mucin, no snails are harmed in the creation of snail mucin. That's right. They like crawl along this net and they like, yeah, you know, they, they like, quote unquote, harvest the the trail of mucin behind the snails. That's right. They trail their little bums and they leave yeah. their little mucin behind. And then yeah. somebody goes in with a teeny tiny shovel and shovels it into a little Barbie <laughs> bucket. And then we put it on our face. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It's great. Okay. <laughs> so I know there's a lot of stuff in my routine. I feel like I'm talking and talking. But the other product that I really like that I'm going to continue using, the Dermalogica Dynamic Skin Retinol Serum right Incredible. here. Incredible. Okay, so this is Dermalogica's new-ish retinol product, retinol serum. Mm -hmm. Again, same thing. When you have the kind of flare-ups I've been having, retinol has not been on my list of products to use. So I use this. I cycled it through. I used it like once, maybe twice a week in the mix. I was like, I'm not going to feel pressure to use this too often. Sure. I had too much other shit to try. 
And it didn't irritate my skin. It didn't bother me. And I think so in combination, I think with the EGF in combination with wearing an SPF 50 and not overusing it, I just thought it was really gentle. And I know I went to the launch of this in Canada and they talked about how of all of their retinols or I don't know how many they have. They have at least another one, if not two. This is the mm-hmm. most gentle and suitable for sensitive skin types. So, yeah. yeah. Did you notice any smoothing on your face? I'm going to be like, really honest. What I noticed most of all was purging. So yeah. the first few times that I used it, I kept getting a couple breakouts on my chin. But mm-hmm. that didn't bother me because I, to me, that's a sign that it's working. It's okay. like getting everything. It's turning over your cells on mm-hmm. a deeper level. So I don't expect that that's going to continue that. I think it's natural for some purging to occur, but Mm -hmm. I think that's more of what I noticed because it happened each time I used it. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I really noticed that product that even for like acne scars, it's really, really good for that. And any forehead lines, I definitely noticed smoothing. Yeah, so I'm looking forward. I, I'm honestly looking forward to continue using it because I believe in the mm-hmm. power of retinol. I just didn't, mm-hmm. I just couldn't tolerate it. And I, as you know, I also haven't been doing Botox for a long time because mm-hmm. I have one wonky eye and what I really need is surgery. So I'm paranoid that the Botox is going to make it even worse. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I do notice like I have a lot of lines now on the sides of my eyes when I smile. They don't actually mm-hmm. bother me that I'm going to be really honest. They don't bother mm-hmm. me that much. But I do think that you know, retinol. It's a good thing. I know it's a good thing. So yeah, where else should I go? You had a lot more other stuff. Paula's Choice Niacinamide 20% treatment. I I was rotating this in as well. I mean, again, I can't tell you I noticed something instantaneously, but it's 20% niacinamide, which I know is probably, it's the only ingredient I know of that I can use at home that's meant to strengthen my blood vessels. And I do have broken blood vessels, like I said, on my nasolabial folds. So I was happy that you had put me to the challenge and forced me to use it because I should mm-hmm. be using something like this in my routine. So I have added that. And then lastly, I guess what I would say is the Kiehl's Ultra Facial Advanced Repair Barrier Cream. You had recommended mm-hmm. this. I know knowing your skin type, you probably mm-hmm. more use this in the winter. But I did appreciate using a product like this because, again, I was using so many more actives than I was used to. So to be able to at the end of it, just like calm it down and put on this is definitely a thicker barrier cream and to just kind of like coat my skin with it. It is that ultra from the ultra facial collection from Kiehl's, which, again, my husband uses all the time. So it even though it is barrier cream and it starts out kind of heavier, it actually does dry down to kind of is being light and refreshing somehow. So I, yeah. I really liked that product. I think my husband will like that in the winter as well. The reason I really like it as a barrier cream is that it doesn't have shea butter in it. It's one of the only right. barrier creams out there that does not have shea butter, which for me, if a product has that, I am running for the hills. Uh-oh. Because it'll... It, the product it gives you to try... <laughs> Has shea butter in it. Oh my God. Here's we'll goes. talk about that. We'll talk yeah. about that. <laughs> and th- and that's about it. And right. again, I because I am so sensitive, I had I have to be cautious. I can't yeah. if I take that approach where I just grab shit off the shelf and throw it on my face, yeah, that's when I get into trouble. So I have to be very conscientious of what I'm using and when, or it's all gonna backfire on me. And I think going back to the freaky Friday movie, I don't remember exactly how it ended, but I'm sure that <laughs> it was about 
the the young girl, Lindsay Lohan, and the mother, Jamie Lee Curtis, swapping bodies and living each other's lives. And again, I don't know exactly how it ended, but they probably learned something from each other's experiences. So I definitely learned that exfoliation is my friend and that if I just take some extra care in my skin cycling routine, I can do this. I can do this. So I think there will be a lot of things that I keep from the routine. Thank you very much, Jill Dunn. I gave you barely anything to end your nights with. (laughs) I know. I just have this one. I have this one product. Well, of course, I use the the cream to foam cleanser. This is where I have to be honest. I was really kind of waking out because it's just like the cleansing is the foundation of your routine as an acne prone, breakout prone person. Mm -hmm. So to just at the end of the day, when I do wear a lot of makeup, not have a couple of steps to take to make sure everything is off. Like I was this close to grabbing like a makeup wipe and taking every like I was. What were you you using? I don't even remember what I said to you. Oh, the makeup eraser and the bioderma was what I used like maybe in the morning, but it was this one, the CeraVe, because oh, it, yeah. it actually says it will remove your makeup. Oh, yeah. But I do always use a makeup eraser on my eye. Sure. Makeup. So just back to your your step for the nighttime routine. It's the May Lindstrom Blue Cocoon. This is a solid oil facial concentrate. This is like 180 US dollars. There's no question. This is such She's a delight bougie. to use. It's a <laughs> it's a pleasure. It is. This is a very, very unique, very, very high quality handcrafted product. I Mm -hmm. completely am on board with all of that. I think she does what she does so incredibly well. It smells like chocolate. You get this like hit of aromatherapy when you're using it. I use this judiciously just because I it does have shea butter in there. So I was like worried. So I didn't really put it on my jawline because I was like eruptions are going to it form but I did put it like on my cheeks where they do tend to get red and it is very very calming it smells amazing when you're like going to bed like I feel like it is doing that double dose of like aromatherapy and treating your skin and kind of like settles you in for the night mm-hmm. and like you mentioned we do have a travel size version of this and I was on a flight yesterday and I did put it on for the flight so I think yeah. It's good for that as well. I wouldn't maybe reach for this in the summer every single night, but I do understand the absolutely intoxicating quality of this product and (laughs) wanting to use it. And the blue tansy is like the hero ingredient, very calming. You know, it's just like farm to face. And it literally says on it, like it's like made in March 2023. So it's like fresh, fresh batch. It's like truly handcrafted. Very special. Okay, well, I do think we've run out of time, Jill. We were right. We knew this was going to take a while for us to, you know, freaky Friday each other's skincare routines. Coming very soon. Stay tuned for our part two freaky Friday episode where we swap each other's makeup routines. Bye for now. See you next week. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. 
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.